the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We will have at noon today... Tom Susi of the Susi Report. You may know Tom from his days at Channel 6. He's running for city council. He has an event tonight uh, to assist his campaign. It's from 6 to 8 p.m. at Flint Station, 225 Park Road. Uh, I support Tom's candidacy. I don't live in the city of Columbus. I don't spend much time in the city of Columbus anymore because I don't feel safe in the city of Columbus. Some of the best times we had as a family were splurging to go to a Blue Jackets game. I still would enjoy that, but it would have to take place in a bubble. I would have to have an impenetrable protective shield around me to go into downtown Columbus. Because I can't be certain that some kind of crazed person who's on drugs or in a gang or something like that, their life won't intersect with mine. I don't think I'd be targeted. I think I'd just be the unwitting victim of a random act. I don't live my life looking over my shoulder fearful of that. I know that God controls my destiny, and if that's how he wants to call me home, he will. Nevertheless, I don't necessarily go looking for situations into which I can thrust my family that I consider to be dangerous. I'd love to go to Crew Stadium. I don't mean at all to try to scare other people away from Crew Stadium. That's not why I'm saying this. I'm saying it because I'm just telling you how I think. And I would not feel good. I would love to take my daughters and wife to a soccer game at Crew Stadium. Again, same reason. I won't do it. I won't go downtown to eat. I don't even like to drive through downtown on I-70. I had a four-year-old kid the other day sitting in his living room on a couch in Linden, shot in the arm. You say, it's Lyndon, Bruce. It happens far too many times in far too many places. And it happened Sunday morning to Paula Kennedy. I told you about Paula Kennedy yesterday. She's 58 years old. She was a secretary at Groveport Madison High School. She's driving her car, city's east side, minding her own business. 15-year-old boy, stolen a Mercedes in Worthington. Runs a red light, kills her. Runs a red light and kills her. Okay, so this juvenile crime wave has been out of control for months and months and months and months. We've talked about it. We've documented it. But I do appreciate that I got a response from Judge Kim Brown, B-R-O-W-N-E. I keep saying that because there is a Judge Kim Brown without the E who's not this Kim Brown. I want to make sure this Kim Brown is the one you know I'm talking about and the one whose views I'm sharing with you. Why did I pull her out from among 11 juvenile magistrates and seven judges because she's the one who was mad irate she said in her own words in an email excuse my french pissed off about a police initiative called operation game over what was operation game over it was aimed at 
stopping juvenile carjackings and car thefts. Now, Kim Brown's objection to Operation Game Over was formulated before Operation Game Over was even announced. She was commiserating with her fellow judges, complaining about Operation Game Over, this evident in a report by our guest at noon, Tom Soucy, on thesoucyreport.com. And Kim Brown is black, which should have nothing to do with anything, except that she apparently thinks crime is colored. Not colored as black, has a color. Crime has a color. Crime does not have a color. Not to me. I don't care if I get stabbed, whether I've been stabbed by someone who's white, black, brown, red. I don't care. I got stabbed. Nor do I think the four daughters left without a mom in Groveport care that Paula Kennedy, I don't even know the color, the race, the ethnicity of the 15-year-old who killed her. I don't know. I don't care. I don't understand why Kim Brown cares. I was under the impression, somewhere in my background, somewhere I heard this, justice is blind. Well, it's not colorblind, apparently. Not to Kim Brown. Because her objection to Operation Game Over is, quote, it's wrong, it's racist, it pisses me off. She says it's not feasible or effective to lock up every black kid who steals. Well, Kim, I'm glad you haven't been touched by the kind of crime that unfortunately was visited upon Paula Kennedy and her family and the Groveport-Madison family. But again, I had to dial down my disdain for this kind of viewpoint because she's not the only one who holds it, Kim Brown. There's a lot of people who hold it. Nobody stood up in juvenile court and pounded the table and said, don't sign my name to that nonsense letter you're sending out there objecting to Operation Game Over. So I wrote to Kim Brown yesterday. I tried to call her. I couldn't get through to her. I didn't expect to get through to her. But I did send her an email, and I thought it was just a hoop I was jumping through because I thought there's no way she's going to respond to me. And she did, and I appreciate that she responded to me. And I just said, here was my email. I said, in light of the crash Sunday that killed a 58-year-old mother of four, I wonder if you have had a change of heart on your position toward holding juveniles accountable for stealing cars and other felony crimes. Said I would welcome your perspective on my radio show as a guest, or you could express your thoughts via an email response. And she did, and it was a nice long email. But I disagree with almost everything in it, as you might expect I would. And because a lot of it is just not, it's not truthful. And I don't mean she's purposely lying to me. I mean that her positions, I'm sure, are deeply held and well-intentioned. But they are foolishness. She speaks as one who has an agenda above what I would staunchly argue is her prevailing priority as an officer of the court. And that prevailing priority is to protect the law-abiding citizens of Franklin County. You want to have compassion in your heart for kids who steal cars and beat grandmas over the head with guns and take their cars at gas stations? 
I don't share your particular soft-hearted compassion for those people because I think they are very far down the road to a life of crime. I think their rehabilitation is a grand challenge. No one, no one is beyond redeeming, such as the power of Christ. But if you're viewing it in terms of, I have a citizenry to protect, and I have a criminal who has demonstrated sociopathic behavior, I'm going to side with protecting the citizen every single time. And I think that's Kim Brown's duty, and she's derelict in it. She said, thank you for the invitation to your radio show. I've already addressed this topic a number of occasions. Sadly, folks seem to hear and report what they wish. No, I'm reporting what you said. You're the one who said that Operation Game Over was propaganda. You're the one who said that it's not helpful to put kids into the system. My argument is if they're stealing cars and hitting people with guns, and we had a woman a week ago, and I told you the story of the woman who's, she's in a poor neighborhood, passing out food, a kid comes up to her, steals her car, and fires a gun by her head. Judge Brown's email says that she and other law enforcement people work hand-in-hand with the court on a number of important efforts dedicated to the shared concern that juvenile offenses and gun use, pay attention, must be stopped at all. All costs. Really? Then why do we have so many kids released with ankle monitors? I read a story from the Columbus Dispatch, which I know it can't be wrong, right? That we've got how many gang members? 400 and some? Another story that we've got 40, 40, 40 youth who have committed 500 felonies. encompassing 170 cases. And you tell me this must be stopped at all costs. Apparently not at the cost of Operation Game Over because you criticized it. Judge Brown goes on to tell me that she is actively involved, along with CPD and the Franklin County Sheriff's Office, on the Juvenile Justice Community Planning Initiative. And, wait for it, kids, the Race, Equity, and Inclusion Committee. How wonderful. I'm sure other judges and magistrates, she writes, have similar events that they regularly attend. There is no us versus them mentality. Then why in your letter critical of Operation Game Over did you say that the cops were out to get kids? That sounds like us versus them to me, Judge. 844-TALK-989, our number. Paul in South Columbus perhaps can lend some context to this. Hi, Paul. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Yeah, Bruce, I, uh, I'm an attorney. I represent a lot of kids in juvenile court who are charged with stealing cars and driving them. And uh, I have a case pending right now with a kid charged with vehicular uh, assault. And uh, it appears from the crash report that the victim uh, may have been the one at fault, making a left-hand turn against the uh, uh, red light for uh, oncoming traffic, and so, or excuse me, a green light for oncoming traffic. And you didn't say anything about this incident in, with the Groveport Madison uh, secretary 
And I'm wondering uh, if by chance was she at fault or was the kid driving the stolen car at fault? All I have on this from news reports is that the person driving the stolen car ran a red light. Ran a, this is what the dispatch account says. The officer attempted to stop the car using lights and sirens, but the vehicle ran a red light and crashed into Kennedy's car. Okay, well, if he ran a red light, then obviously he's going to be charged with the uh, vehicular manslaughter at this point. Well, would it change? I, I, I know we need to speak both in specifics and in generalities, so I'm sure that you may have a uh, situation where you have a client, am I correct, who was in a stolen car and hit someone who was illegally turning left in front of them? Is that is that your an accurate summation of what you told me? Yes, that's correct. Okay, so I understand, and it, but to me, Paul, an illegal left turn is a less serious offense than someone driving a stolen car. I mean, let's say the person didn't turn left in front of your client your client still stole a car, presumably. I mean, I'm assuming guilt. Maybe I shouldn't, but I hope it's not your position that kids stealing cars is not that big of a deal because somebody happened to turn in front of one kid who stole a car. No, no, it's just that uh, not all kids who steal cars drive so irresponsibly that they cause accidents. But Paul, Uh, Paul, they they stole a car. That's that's a felony, Paul. It certainly is. It's a well, juvenile. I'm not saying they shouldn't be punished. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I want Judge Brown to not criticize police for trying to get their arms around a situation which is resulting in juveniles, some of whom aren't old enough to drive. I don't know if yours particular client is or isn't, but many of the this this kid who ran into and killed Paul Kramer was 15. He's not even licensed to drive. We had a case in Columbus earlier this year. They had a 13-year-old and a 12-year-old with a gun on the seat, and they think this 13-year-old's been involved in 50 car thefts. So the cops come up with a program to try to get their arms around this, and before they ever implement it, she criticizes it, and she signs, and she gets the other judges to sign their name to it. And so I'm asking you, Paul, as somebody who, you're an officer of the court, I'm sure you're a law-abiding citizen and a productive member of the community, what is the community supposed to think when the judges who people count on to put bad people into detention, when the judges rebel against an initiative the cops are trying to stop a situation that I would certainly characterize as alarming? Don't you think juvenile crime in Columbus and carjackings is alarming? It certainly is, and I think that the public is justified, and I personally agree that the judges are soft on crime. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the presumption that you're going to have with the with the judge's position. Very good. Well, Paul, I appreciate your reasoned approach to this. I get very passionate about these things. I hope I didn't insult you. Uh, I thank you for listening. I thank you for lending your perspective to the show. And um, feel free to call again anytime when you can uh, when you can help me understand complex situations better. Sure. Thank you very much, Paul in South Columbus. Eight four four talk nine eight nine. It's the Bruce Woolley Show. We'll talk with Tom Susi of the Susi Report, a, co- a candidate for Columbus City Council at about 12.05. Tom is a law and order candidate. Say, so what's he doing running for Columbus City Council? 
<laughs> Shannon Harden and uh, the other woke failures uh, certainly don't want to see people punished for crimes. Andrew Ginther doesn't want to see people punished for crimes. He has uh, demoralized our police force. Police stay in their cruisers. There's a camera phone lurking around every corner. Can't wait to uh, penalize the cop for doing something that they could split hairs on and find wrong. When cops are bad, the two arrested in the drug sting. If Adam Coy is found guilty, put him in jail. I'm all for it. Nobody wants bad cops punished more than good cops. And there are a lot of great cops out there. But our juvenile justice system in Franklin County, you look at the numbers and you say, oh, this is a highly functioning system. Yeah, it's producing more and more juvenile crimes every day. Bob in Columbus calls the Bruce Hooley Show. He's on the air. Hi, Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying that the kid that ran the red light and hit the lady and killed her, that's not manslaughter in Ohio. I believe that is first-degree murder when you kill somebody in the commission of a felony. Well, that's an interesting question for an attorney. I am not one, but it certainly is, I would think, aggravated vehicular homicide. Uh, Let's hope he doesn't come up before Judge Kim Brown. They probably put him in a midnight basketball league because her letter to me says, the one concept that I ardently oppose is the notion that locking up every youth accused of an offense will cure all societal ills. Well, first of all, Judge Brown, nobody's saying that that's the plan. That's not what Operation Game Over said. Nobody wants to lock up youths accused of crimes. Your Democratic Justice Department would like to lock up parents who say things at school board meetings and who don't get vaccinated and who don't wear masks. But we on the right require a person to be charged and convicted before we would lock them up. That's the difference. So the one thing that Kim Brown has done, B-R-O-W-N-E, the one thing she's done that I applaud is she has shed the uh, disguise that she's a Republican because she has joined the Democratic Party. And I would say she's been a Democrat at heart for a long, long time. Uh, Valerie in Columbus is next. Hello, Valerie. Welcome to the Bruce Willis Show. Hi, uh, this is Valerie. I was wondering, what are the what's the plan for the game over proposal? What do the police want to do to stop the problem? And then what was the judge's criticism of the plan? Okay, very good. Good questions, both of them. Uh, the plan for Operation Game Over is to send a message to juveniles that, hey, you can't steal cars and get away with it. Now, a key component of that plan is to devote resources to catch kids in the act. And to, here's a novel idea, hold them accountable for their actions. Now, the cops can do the first part. They, unfortunately, well, it's unfortunate because... The result doesn't mesh with the first part of the plan. It's not unfortunate that cops can't sentence kids because that's separation of powers. I'm all about that. But it requires judges to be on board with the plan. It requires judges who say, we got a problem here. We have citizens whose cars are being stolen. We had a car stolen from a mom who, again, not a smart decision. Leave your baby in the car while you take your other toddler into daycare, somebody stole her car. 
That didn't end too bad because they found the car pretty quickly. The person who stole it was like, I don't want any part of us stealing a baby. No thanks. They draw the line. It's stealing a baby, stealing a car. Yeah, it's fine. But you got to have judges who put teeth into the arrest. You got to have prosecutors who prosecute the case. And again, it is absolutely nonsensical to me that there is even a race equity and inclusion committee in the Justice Department of Franklin County. I don't care who steals my car. I don't care if they speak English, Spanish, Hindu, Russian, French, Spanish. I don't care. I don't want them stealing my car. I really don't want them stealing my car with a gun in their hand. What is hard about this to understand? It's a felony. They're not walking into a convenience store and taking a bag of Fritos. We're way beyond that, Judge Brown. She says it's not constitutional, practical, or fair to lock up kids who commit crimes. (laughs) I steadfastly believe that nothing will meaningfully impact juvenile offense rates until all facets of a child's life and community structure, parents, schools, courts, law enforcement, along with social services and mental health agencies, align their priorities and resources to jointly and simultaneously attack the root problem. Lack of adult supervision, poverty, substance abuse, and trauma. Hey, Kim. If you want to get elected king of Franklin County, then run for that. You're a judge. Stay in your lane. Do your job. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.